You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome to the Fargo Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Fargo on FX. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we're back. Holy moly, we're back. It's been three years since this show has been on the air. Uh, we're back for a season five. Yeah, Aaron. I went to go blow the notes off my Fargo documents, and there was a thick layer of dust. In fact, there was two Fargo documents in my Google repository. I'm like, what the hell? And I realized that we had recorded, we had fucking covered the original Fargo in between the movie. Fargo, yeah, yeah Fargo the movie between uh, Fargo season four and, and Fargo. Season. In fact, I was starting to think that maybe Fargo was just a thing of the past. Yeah, me too. Me too. That, and then a couple uh, of months just... ago, I think, started to get uh trailers or teasers coming out i guess yeah i kind of thought and i would heard that in i think in 2022 holly said that he had a high idea that he was coming back for but uh mm-hmm. between and then yeah like with the the strikes and everything i thought sure that like this would be in a 2024 thing but but no nah, they're gonna sneak it in at the end of the year here um yeah, and interesting and and uh, like man, I've got so much interesting things to talk about in terms of the new season and how they're going to do it and all that stuff. I guess first of all, we should talk the basics. You know, hi, we're a Fargo podcast. I believe we have all seasons of Fargo contained in our Fargo feed. You can find it by searching for Bald Move Fargo. If you're listening to this on Prestige, uh, there are four additional seasons. Uh, they're all available on Hulu if you want to catch up. Although. I'm also happy to report if you're worried about that, like, oh, my God, four seasons of prestige television. That's a lot to catch up with in a week. This is an anthology, which means you don't really have to. There mm-hmm. are some fun little connections between the seasons, um, but nothing that I would consider vital that uh, me and Jim couldn't explain to you, like the best friends that we are within 30 seconds. You'll you'll we'll be able to explain all the references if there are any that you don't get. Um what is uh, I guess before we go because like I always think when we're doing these previews um, I'm, I'm trying to get people prepared for the new season and usually we have all the history and where we left things off and since we're in a you know uh, an anthology that like we last left these characters like that we're not going to deal with again like what was it back in the 20s 30s 40s uh, um, yeah uh, I think maybe the 40s we're going to be in 2019. I always think of like, you know, what recommends this show to new folks? And this is such a good show to get new folks into because you don't have to watch the previous four seasons. You can just go right into this one since it is an anthology. What is Fargo's calling card, do you think, Jim? 
Oh, I mean, it's the the Cohen brothers' influence, and it's not necessarily that they're you know making the show, but that everything about the plots and the characters are influenced in one way or another by some film that the Cohen brothers have made. Yeah, and the more you're familiar with the Cohen brothers' filmography, I think the more you're. Because there's been a couple of seasons where I've been taken aback by things I thought were very un-Cohen Brothers. And then I watch like <laughs> the man who wasn't there and I'm like, oh, my God, fucking aliens, of course. Um, uh-huh. So like the more the more you're familiar with their, I guess, the Cohen performance envelope, the mm-hmm. the more you'll be able to kind of like roll with the, the tone of this show, because this tone can go from like horrifying bloodshed and heart of darkness to like side splitting slapstick comedy and this season they're promising more of that they're promising more of the funny side of the cohen brothers holly uh, yeah. noah holly the the showrunner the kind of the the uh, main writer and the the guy the brainchild behind this um is saying that this is going to be a lot funnier and also the primary influence of this story is going to be the original fargo it looks like it if you watch the trailer you can see fargo kind of all over it down down to particular shots right like overheads of parking garages that are covered in snow and things like that um yeah and there's he says that there are the most explicit references to a cohen work he's ever made and we didn't know what that meant a few months ago but now we've seen the trailer there's a shot of like juno temple looking just like jerry lundegaard's wife you know she's sitting there knitting and you see the guy and the the mm-hmm. shitty mask with the crowbar Coming trying to the smash the door or whatever yeah and apparently, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into spoilers because obviously I haven't seen any of this. I don't know what's going to happen. But this is co- going to be the story of like, what if Jerry Lundegaard's wife had Kellen Mc- Kevin McAllister skills from Home Alone? <laughs> yeah. And was able to beat off the kidnappers and attackers. But then there's also like she's also got the Jerry Lundegaard where she's up to something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And 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 she's also got the rich mom instead of father who's going to, you know, look like 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 want justice done. It's kind of like an like an interesting deconstruction and version of the original Fargo plot. Yeah, I'm so excited for this because I'm also seeing big Lebowski stuff in here. There's a lot sure. of uh, you know, the, the thing that really strikes me is the Home Alone of it all. I think there's a, just a shitload of Home Alone in this. A lot of that trail. And I think that's this is going to be, uh, again, I don't, I don't have any inside influence, but like I'm guessing a lot of this is going to happen in those first two episodes. Probably, yeah. That, that we're going to get. Um, the, but uh, shockingly Home Alone. Like oh, down to like swinging <laughs> paint cans and, and uh-huh. people's heads going through toilet bowls. Like if that <laughs> yeah. toilet bowl is full of kerosene or paint thinner, then... It's the yeah. whole package. Uh, but I, I'm both excited about this season as a viewer. I think this is going to be right up my alley if it's the, the comedic part of the Coen Brothers repertoire. Yeah. But as a podcaster, I'm a little worried because I hope this isn't just a, oh, wasn't it funny win podcast. Yeah. I hope there's a little I mean, bit of meat on those bones aside from just the comedy. Yeah. And I, I suspect with Fargo, it, it will. But yeah. I even even from the teasers and the trailers, this is a much over. And the thing is, is Fargo's always been funny in terms mm-hmm. of like back to the movie, the original Fargo. Like it's such a this this nice, savory blend of comedy and drama and uh, examination of human condition. Um, 
And I, I also wonder, like, if, if is, is it all going to be all Fargo? Because usually there's like a primary influence of a season. And then there's also mm-hmm. like one or two films where they lift this, that or the other. I wonder um, kind of how, how it's going to shake out as we get through the season. If we'll see other non Fargo influences from the Coen Brothers collection. Yeah, we'll see. Um. The setting is it's set in the upper Midwest, like all Fargo installments are, and it takes place in the fall of 2019, which Holly mentioned in an interview. That's a very deliberate placement because Hmm. in the country, you've still got a lot of upheaval, a lot of like, you know, fighting and um, political discontent and and a lot of chaos. But the covid hasn't hit, Mm -hmm. you know, we're still a month or two away from discovering that, oh, shit, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, I think it's an interesting place to set things in. It's a, it's a, it's such a great like right before the fall kind of thing. Yeah, I do wonder if it's going to span that period and get us to the COVID stuff. If that's why it's interesting to him, because he can run it through the beginning of that, or if it's interesting because it's not influenced by the the COVID of it all yet. Yeah, you're listening to Fargo with Bald Move. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Fargo on Bald Move. The uh, synopsis of the season reads that Fargo has traveled through decades, cities, and families. The fifth installment will be no different. Set in 2019, when is a kidnapping not a kidnapping? And what if your wife isn't yours? That's Hmm. the other interesting thing is like the Jerry Lundegaard of this season seems like he is an innocent kind of midwit. And is completely unaware that his wife has this secret identity. Seems I, like it, yeah. That yeah, she doesn't want uncovered, and so this kidnapping, not a kidnapping. It's when the victim refuses to call it a kidnapping. It seems. It made me wonder, like, when they say that she's got this hidden identity, is the hidden identity that she is the wealthy daughter or a daughter of a very wealthy billionaire? Played or is by it Jennifer that she's Jason a Lee, or... assassin kind of thing? You know? Yeah, because like the, the thing is like, how if she is the true daughter, if she is the daughter of Jennifer Jason Lee's billionaire, you know, lion family, mm-hmm. how could her secret identity be some kind of master criminal assassin? Like, I could yeah. clearly see her like being estranged for a family, rejecting all that wealth, and just walking away and marrying some <laughs> schlub. Batman managed it, but only after his family was dead. <laughs> But then I wonder if like she got tired of being like, yeah, what is the deal? She get tired of being broke and she has this like kidnapping scheme that she wants to bilk her mom for, which is essentially the Fargo sure. plot. But mm-hmm. then why would she Kevin McAllister that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> she know. watched Fargo and she doesn't want to end up in the wood chipper. Like, Maybe. I yeah, um, I'm very curious about this. The other diff. So the other similarity is they have a. The sheriff's department, uh, led by uh, a female, a woman investigator, which I haven't seen a lot. Um, and they, they, I guess there's supposed to be a lot of parallels to that, um, that you have, you know, Marge, you know, mm-hmm. obviously she's the the cool, level-headed, uh, smarter than the rest of her contemporaries kind of police investigator. Um, they got uh, Joe Carey mm-hmm. from Stranger Things as kind of like her idiot deputy kind of like the Bob Odenkirk in season three is it it was a three or two uh, I get those it confused. was season I think it was season three yeah. um 
but yeah, they got that. And they've also, the other thing is I didn't know this until I started doing research is that Joe Creary's character is the son of John Hamm's character who really? is Sheriff Roy Tillman. Yeah. Um, Joe, uh, Keery is Gator Tillman, who is the Gator son Tillman. of Sheriff Roy Tillman, who plays a smart of a small town detective in the fifth season. Now, the, John Hamm is playing like literally larger than life. Like somehow mm -hmm. he looks like he's wearing a fat suit, even though he's not wearing a fat suit. And when I saw <laughs> him in like the the hot tub, it looks kind of like it's 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 he's playing big. He's playing like yeah. Yeah. big, like John Wayne big. And mm -hmm. I saw some like it looks like he's sharing a debate debate stage with two other gentlemen in a cowboy hat. Like he's politically involved. <laughs> He's one of those elected. Maybe he's a, he's he's the lead sheriff, and he's very much wearing a ten gallon hat, and mm -hmm. um, but he's kind of a. So it's like that's the thing. It's like where does that character fit in a tale of Marge Gunderson trying to blow the lid off this investigation? Like I don't remember there being like an incompetent. No, no, Marge was the driving force for all of the the investigatory stuff in that movie. I. I I don't know, because uh, yeah, it seems like they have one too many cops in this to mm -hmm. to really mirror the Fargo story. Yeah, so they got to change it up a little. So I'm wondering, like, where where in the world does that fit in? I'm also very interested. I I don't know from the trailers and the pre that they've kept everything very close to their vest. I don't know where J J Jennifer Jason Lee fits in in all this. Like again, it seems like she's uh, pretty much the parking lot magnate, you know. Um, uh, what is she? I forgot what. Uh... Oh, she runs a credit agency. Uh, the hmm. country's most revered debt. No, debt collection agency. Oh, okay. um, which I don't you know, that's that's not a business I feel good about. <laughs> no. Uh, essentially being repo men of people's entire life. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. They also they mentioned that like. Uh, um. Don Draper here, uh, Sheriff Tillman's going to have a re uh, develop a relationship with the drifter called Old Munch. It's <laughs> uh, a great name, Old Munch. They also have this this uh, Lorraine Lyon, a Jennifer Jason Lee billionaire, has um, uh, her advisor Dave Foley, and I think that's the like looks like yeah. Bill Clinton wearing an eye patch. Uh huh. Yeah. In this thing, seems like he's going to be the defense of the family. Um, yeah, I, I do wonder if they're going to have a sort of big bad or like, you know, almost like spirit or representation of like a spirit thing going on here. Like they it's have definitely been, seasons. yeah, like either like, like whether it's a character that's ultimately evil or a character that's benign, they always have some kind of supernatural element. And, and I'm not really seeing that in the trailers at all. So I don't know if that's just abandoned this time or if that's something that is under the surface that I'm missing. Yeah, I've had various success and failures at connecting with some of these supernatural characters. Like I, mm -hmm. I like Billy Bob Thornton's Lorne Malvo, um, even and though I wasn't a David fan of some Thulis. of the... I love David Thewlis's Ultimate Evil. I liked the Wandering Jew character that developed in season mm -hmm. three. But some of the stuff where, you know, I've talked about the alien invasions and some of the 
fish natos and biblical plague stuff where it's like a little it starts to lose me because this is a very grounded kind of set in our world show and then every once in a while there's just magic that happens um mm-hmm. but that's like i said the more you know when i first started this show out like 10 years ago i you know had seen the big <laughs> i'd seen the big lebowski's i'd seen the big coen brothers films the lebowski's the fargo's the burnout but i hadn't seen a lot of like uh, a simple man the man who wasn't there some of the you know um less well re- i think i've seen every coen brothers film at this point even oh, their wow. first one blood simple because of a commissioner so like yeah, I, I watched if, if i i think the podcaster i am now would have rolled with season one and two a lot differently but i probably i gotta say i would welcome a fargo season that just kind of leaves the supernatural behind and just tells a a grounded this based on a true story kind of bullshit stuff yeah and a funny tale like i yeah it has been funny in the past but i'm i'm if they want to go all comedy in this season i'm there for it i just don't know how we're going to podcast that thing yeah um i think there'll be enough meat on them bones um i am curious the other thing is like um every fargo has kind of revolved around a murder Mm -hmm. and from all looks that we've had so far like they're not going to have that it's going to be this this kidnapping and then uh the a wanted woman on the lamb kind of plot line uh with juno temple but yeah. like i yeah as i said that's so curious like how do they get from a person being kidnapped to like she kidnapped herself to like a plot and that she's on the run and i i'm just curious to see how this all mechanically because that's the thing it's like yeah if it's a pure comedy it might be tough to cover but an hour-long drama to com- dramedy uh, with some twists and turns and what's going to happen next, that might be fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So this, uh, the the, the there are going to be ten episodes. They're going to cut release the first two November twenty first. That's a Tuesday, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and we're going to bust our buns and have full coverage of both those episodes out the next day. And then I think that's our plan going forward. Is that we're going to Fargo's going to come out on Tuesday. We're going to probably most weeks have it out Thursday. I will mention that we're going to take a season hiatus because uh, Fargo is going to run through Christmas. And we haven't. Maybe if we secure screeners, um, still working on that. If we do, maybe we can uh, have it going through Christmas. But if not, we're probably going to take that week of Christmas and New Year's off and we'll have to catch up. Um, so I just want everybody to know that. You know, going into Christmas, uh, we probably we, we, we will not be covering that those two episodes in real time. We'll have to catch it after the break. So um, that's going to be an unusual thing for us. But again, uh, we we were really stretching ourselves to cover both of these shows. You know, we we're also doing for all mankind. We do have screeners for we we're really going to be busting ourselves to cover both of these things at the same time and do all the Christmas stuff that we do and spend time with our friends and family. So the thing that has to give, unfortunately, is some of those late season episodes of Fargo. But we'll be back in January to cover the final two episodes and catch up on those episodes. And, and hopefully you won't you won't miss our coverage uh, so bad that you unsubscribe and you swear off a ball boom because that would be unfortunate. <laughs> uh, that'd be quite the, the Coen Brothers twist. But, um, but if we don't get screeners, that might mean we can include some more real-time feedback in the show. So true. it's a trade-off, right? We'll get true. screeners and we'll continue through the break or we won't and you can have your say on our show too. Yeah, that's nice. If you want to send in feedback, like Jim mentioned, uh, it's easy to do so. Fargo at baldmove.com is how you get a hold of us. I'm not sure if there's anything else to talk about. We talked about the, you know, the the the, the big names like Juno Temple. Um, talked about John Hamm, Joe Carey. Ke- 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 um, 
Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, I'm, I'm very excited for the new season. Uh, if you'd like to find other things that we're doing, like I mentioned, we're doing For All Mankind. We're about to start a whole Christmas extravaganza here at Bald Move. Um, tons of movies coming out all the time. True Detective, keeping the prestige going in the new year. Where do you find out all that stuff? Social media, at Bald Move everywhere, except for TikTok. We're at Baldest Move there. And then finally, if you'd like to keep uh, us in the podcasting business, keep us uh, podcasting these uh, kind of niche prestige shows that you love, we could use your support and you can do, you can give us your support at support.baldmove.com. It's a lot of, a lot of supports in one sentence. Uh, help us keep making podcasts, get some ad-free feeds and some bonus audio video content for yourself. That's going to do it for our uh, Fargo season five preview. Be back next week on Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving, with the two-episode premiere of Fargo Season 5. Until then, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya.